Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. It is week number three of the Texas high school football season, our Midway podcast weekly with Panthers head coach Shane Anderson, Midway and Vandegrift, Friday, 6.30 pregame, and the kickoff is just after 7. Crew Stadium, beautiful, beautiful place at University of Mary Harden, Baylor, and Belton. Kickoff at 7. The game will be on the Sikkim 365 app and also on 106.7 FM, the Eagle. You're about to play maybe as good a team as there is in the state of Texas. I know last year with Duncanville, DeSoto, and North Shore and others, South Oak Cliff, but this this is a program where Drew Sanders started it from scratch, and you can see what they've done along the way because you saw part of that last year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a, you know, obviously they're ranked number five in the state right now, and, uh, you know, they, they've got a special group, a special program, special deal going down there. Drew's done a great job. And uh, those guys, uh, you can tell when you turn on the film that they played 16 games last year. Yeah, they did until they met DeSoto. DeSoto knocked out like half the district in 12-6A, including also Vandegrift for the state title. When you turn on the film with them, their quarterback, Deuce Adams, going to Louisville. He was at New Braunfels Canyon. He's now at Vandegrift. And also, I who can't forget Miles Coleman, number one, who's just as dynamic doing everything as pretty much anybody uh, he's headed, I think, to North Texas. Those two guys are what makes this uh, – that kind of is the straw that stirs the drink. Yeah, you know, those two guys are very, very good football players. But, you know, I think, honestly, I think it starts up front. Uh, you know, they'll – I mean, you'll see Friday night. I mean, they're going to be as big as anybody we line up against, uh, O-line and D-line. And, uh, you know, they have a, a really, really good – uh, mix of kids, uh, you know, and, and put a deal together. And then, you know, I think everything operates through that tight end. Uh, number 88 is a really, really good player. And then, you know, having a move-in quarterback, as you know, uh, for us, the same thing. I mean, it, you mm -hmm. know, doesn't hurt. And, uh, you know, Deuce is a really good player. And, uh, you know, he's a coach's kid, uh, you know. And so, you know, he's going he's gonna to bring it to the table every Friday night. I think Scoglin is a tight end, 88. It's just, it just looks like a college tight yeah. end for them. So – you're 0-2. Both games you led into the fourth quarter at Mansfield, you lose 42-31, and then against Permian, and you lose that one 27-21. Is it a matter of not yet knowing how to finish? Obviously, give credits to those two teams. You've been outscored 21, I think, nothing in the fourth quarter. What is what? What do you attribute that to? Well, I think you said it. I think it's just not knowing how to finish the game and, and winning. You know, you can feel it on the sideline. We go up and and one of our our coaches said it in the staff meeting on Sunday. Uh, you know, it's you go up in the fourth quarter. You know, uh, we we do a little deal. Lean on me four. 
uh, going into the fourth quarter, just reminding the kids, hey, we got 12 minutes to play. Don't worry about what the scoreboard says. We got to win the fourth quarter. And we haven't been able to do that. And so, you know, we call those guys up. And the first week we were up 31 28. And then last week, I believe it was 21 19 or something like that. And, uh, you know, you look up and, 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 and you're not getting it done in the fourth quarter. And so we, you know, we spent a lot of time this weekend discussing that, looking at different ways, whether it's the way we're practicing, whether it's something we're doing at practice, whether it's emphasis on something different, uh, you know, to, to give our kids that opportunity. And, you know, but at the end of the day, I think it's just going to come with time. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can give ourselves a chance to be in the game in the fourth quarter this week. One thing that I've pulled out of this, and I know that this week that, that level barometer of, of who you're playing goes up, but you've been down a couple of different – both games, the first and second game, you've been down by two scores. And in the past, that would have been 43-17 or whatever it was. So that – is that – I mean, you're looking for ways to look at things. Isn't that pretty good? 19-7 last week, you lead 21-19, et cetera, week before with Mansfield? Yeah, you know, I think that's part of building it, and that's part of, you know uh, – of getting this thing turned is, uh, you know, being able to play for four quarters and being able to make it a game. Like you said, this time last year, those ball games were over in the, in the second half. I mean, they were over in the third quarter. And, uh, you know, we're, we're taking them into the fourth quarter, and now we got to find a way to finish it. Uh, but, you know, what an opportunity this week to line up against a very, very good football team and, and see where we're at, uh, you know, where we stack up against those guys. All right, so I, 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 we've, we've discussed Ty Brown. He's special with what he does. But you now have four receivers who have made plays in different ways. Conway, who had the huge first game. Not that he didn't have a nice game against Permian. Jackson Baird, last week, that beautiful catch and run on the, I guess, post, whatever it was. And then Scythe has caught touchdowns now twice. Uh, the throw that he caught over his shoulder near the pylon was just phenomenal in his catch and route. And then Rich Richardson made a tough catch for a touchdown. He made a couple of kind of back shoulder, big body. That is your strength. Right now on offense? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously, uh, you know, throwing and catching the football and, and our offensive staff does a great job of making you defend, you know, all 53 and a half yards across the field. And, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, and Ty does a great job getting the ball to different guys and taking what the defense gives him. And we're going to continue to do that and continue to, you know, improve on that. And as, as good as we looked at times, you know, that, that last drive, I mean, you get down inside the red zone, I really, really thought we were going to finish it. And, uh, you know, we kind of got a little bit conservative on both sides of the ball, uh, you know, defensively and offensively down the stretch. And I think that kind of hurt us. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, we, we've got enough guys to make plays and we've got to continue to get the guy, you know, get those ball, to get the ball in those guys' hands and then uh, defensively find a way to get a few more stops. You're not running the ball well. And you have a lot of youth at that position. And you're not stopping the run. Is that about as deadly a combination as you can have in football? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the name of the game as far as football goes. You got to be able to run the rock, and you got to be able to stop the run. And uh, right now, we're we're a work in progress there, but we're going to get there. Uh, like I've told you, you know, you're going you're going to get five guys up front offensively and four guys up front defensively that are going to play extremely hard for four quarters. And uh, you know, they're going to get better and better. And uh, like I said, it's our job as coaches to try to keep them fresh. Uh, try to make sure they understand what we're trying to accomplish, and, and we're going to do a better job on both of those things. Let me ask you this, and, and obviously this includes Brad, the athletic director. He was on with us at halftime last week, and I know him really well too. Uh, the schedule, the non-district schedule. Now, there was a time it didn't matter. I mean, you guys were as much running the ship as anybody and what you were doing and knocking on the door for state championships when you were there and even when Jeff was there with Tanner Mordecai and whatever – 
But is this non-district schedule – when you were in the district with Duncanville and DeSoto, I would have played like four – like, you know, whoever. I, would, I mean, that's me. But I know that you have a standard. Is that something you discuss now, even though this week it's about what you're doing with Vandegrift? Is that something you and Brad have discussed, your non-district schedule going into the future? Yeah, Until I mean, we, this thing gets turned around. Yeah, I mean, we discuss it, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, like, I, like I've told our kids, I mean, who are we going to play in the Waco area? We're the only 6A team. Right. And the other 6As that are close to us are in our district with Temple and Cove and Harker Heights. And so you've got to branch out to the Metroplex. You've got to branch out to the Austin area. Well, those teams there, if they're not any good, they can drive five minutes and find a football game. Absolutely. Uh, so you're going to get the best of the Metroplex. You're going to get the best of the Austin area, uh, you know, and it's 6A football. And I'm not a guy – I'm not going to go play 5A opponents or, or 4A opponents. I'm not going to play right. down. Uh, you know, I want our kids to uh, to be pushed. I want our kids to be challenged. And, and when we get to district, I want to, you know, have been – you know, played good opponents. I mean, it, what good would it do if you go play – you know, three or four easy opponents. And when I say easy opponents, teams that you should beat right. on paper and you go beat them and then you think you're good and then you line up against a, uh, you know, a quality opponent in, in district and then, you know, you get shell-shocked. And so, you know, I think it's important now when you're trying to flip something, try to build something, you know, there's definitely a need for confidence and a need for a win. And, and so I think our kids understand that, that our four non-district opponents are as good as anybody in our district. And uh, I would, I believe that all four of them would compete for a district championship, and in our district, and uh, you know, we're we're not going to block anybody in our district that we didn't block in non-district mm -hmm. or or have to you know stop, and and so you know we're going we're going to see the best of the best, and and when we get to district, just hopefully that our kids are still bought in and still locked in and and understand that now is when it counts. And then we can stay healthy and give ourselves a chance to make a run. And I saw just looking down the road, you have to focus on Friday uh, in Belton against uh, Vandegrift. But I saw that Heath with uh, Rodney Webb, who's been all around and had great success. Um, they beat Trinity. They beat Euless Trinity last week. I was thinking, okay, let's see how they start. And, and, and I know Trinity is not quite who they've been before, but I thought that was an impressive win. The teams you're playing are all playing really good people, too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's good football. It's uh, – like I said, it's the best of the best in the Metroplex and the Austin area, and, and we're going to get quality opponents each and every week, and our district's quality, you know. And, and so we want to make sure that we're ready to go. And, and like I said, we want to see a little bit of everything. Uh, we want to see teams that throw the ball. We want to see teams that run the ball, teams that are balanced, you know, teams that run odd fronts, even fronts. We want to be able to, you know, see what we can do against all those things and give ourselves a chance to, to fix the things we need to fix. And, you know, it's just like you said, it's, it's hard in society today to keep kids grounded and keep kids focused, you know, with social media and with, with everything. It's all a perception. It's all about, you know, what people are saying. And, and that's why for us, you know, our word of the week this week is us. We're not worried about what David Smoke's saying. We're not worried about what anybody else is saying. Outside of our, our locker room, our coaching staff, and our players, it's, we're concerned with us. Are we getting better? Are we a better football team today than we were yesterday? Are we a better football team this week than we were last week? And I think that's the main goal. Are you better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's no question. I mean, we, uh, you know, like you say, we talked about those guys up front. I mean, we're close. We're real, real close on the offensive line to putting something together. And that's probably without, you know, not being naive. I mean, that's without our best offensive lineman. And uh, 
like I said last week, those kids are, are getting quality reps. They're practicing really, really well. Our coaching staff's doing a really good job of pushing them, but at the same time, encouraging them and helping them understand, like, you know, you're there for a reason. We got confidence in you. We believe in you. You're going to get better. But uh, they have another task this week, and it's going to be a challenging task to block those guys up front. Michael Collins, the offensive lineman, the only one with experience, is back. Uh, I know he could probably play if this was like a district game, but do you want to get him in one game if, he, if he's cleared? Would you like to get him in next week against Heath so he at least has a game under his belt before you start district play? I think so. I mean, I think maybe not four quarters worth, but I think he needs to he needs to play a little bit. Uh, you know, we'll just we'll play that by ear. You know, we we partner with Southwest Sports Medicine. They're yep, they're one of the people. best around and, and they're gonna they're gonna do right by our kids and, and we have great trainers and Chad McCune and Chen Win Lee and, and they do a great job of getting our kids prepared and getting our kids back on the field as fast as possible. I'm gonna lean heavily on their their advice and then you know obviously communicating with Michael and his parents and uh, you know we'll make that decision next week but uh, right now you know he, he's out and uh, you know it gives somebody opportunity to step up. All right last thing you have your voice is back. Friday night after the game, and I know what it must be like. Like sometimes after I do a broadcast for two or three hours, you know, there's kind of a little bit of that. Like my voice, I don't know, it, it, whatever it is, but your voice was all but gone <laughs> in the post-game interview with Craig, uh, and it seems like it's bounced back. Yeah, you know, I, I was a little bit under the weather last week, and uh, I actually, uh, I guess it was Friday morning, I went to uh, the body hack and over there in Woodway and got one of those IVs and the concoctions with all the vitamins and everything. And I, I was trying anything. You know, I didn't feel very good, but, uh, you know, I feel better. And like I said, it almost cost me a timeout because the referee couldn't hear me uh, hollering oh, for a timeout. Okay. Yeah. So I took off running down Is that down what there. you took? Yeah. I was worried about you. Yeah, no, I, don't I, worry I, about I, me. I'm I still, a, I'm no still an athlete, but uh, – <laughs> No, we uh, don't look like it, but I can still do it once or twice. But uh, man, you were booking it. I, no, we uh, like I said, I was I was a little bit under the weather. I'm I'm way better this week. And, good. You know, this time of year, you know, mm, you, there's you, no there's no time to like take that power now. No, there's you no know, time you, to, you know, it's, the clock it's, never. You're stops. on the grass. You're coaching. You're in video. You're you're talking. You're in meetings. You're doing uh, no you know, bi week broadcast and all. Yeah. And, so we're just gonna grind through it, and and, and like I said, we we've got that, that's it's that time of year. We got some kids that are sick. We got coaches that are sick. I mean, it's just that, and uh, you know, we try to take care of them the best we can, and 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 get to Friday night and, and have fun. Shane Anderson, thanks, Coach. Appreciate you being Appreciate here. You. Shane Anderson, Midway football coach. Every uh, week we do a podcast right here on 365 Sports, and thanks to, of course to Midway ISD and the access. Wanted to say. What they do with the, the, the uh, broadcast and they take our audio and feed it on the broadcast they put up online, that's really, really top-notch, and we appreciate being a part of that. I'm David Smoke with Shane Anderson. This is the Midway Football Podcast on 365 Sports. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers Podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. 